This is Dating Collective. For this demonstration, I, Brooke, will be playing the part of myself, and Alexis will be playing the part of my Bumble match. Interior. Evening. Eyes emoji. Hey, you're, you are, cute. Thanks. You're okay. Do you live in Vegas? LOL. I do. Sometimes. So, you're visiting? At the moment. Do you have any hobbies? Not really. Just work. I'm a poker player. I said nothing for two days. Hey, how are you? Good. And you? Pretty good. And you? Unmatch. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a dramatic reading of... A real conversation. A real conversation from a dating app. And I feel like that's how a lot of conversations on dating apps go. Agreed. So I'm Brooke and that's Alexis and you're listening to Dating Collective. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and to our podcast. And of course, to follow us on Instagram and TikTok because that's where the money is. Follow us everywhere. (laughs) We started out with making your profile and how to weed through potential matches. Swipe left, swipe right. Um, Go back and listen to those episodes if you haven't already. But now we're going to talk about that weird, awkward area between matching with someone and your first date. I like to call it the chat zone. The chat zone. Purgatory. For daters. Uh, purgatory for singles where you can get stuck sometimes and not know what to say or not know if somebody's really into you. And I mean, everyone is feeling awkward on these dating apps person that will help you decide if you actually want to meet up with them because you may not even like them in person despite their cute pictures. So you got to chat with them to kind of suss it out and figure, figure things out. That's true. So let's start with the first message. Tell me your method. I always go with something really simple, um, like in the uh, example message, I used the eyes emoji because he was pretty good looking. And the eyes emoji to me says like, I'm looking at you. (laughs) And so that's what I wanted to convey. So I'll do like the eyes emoji. I really like um, doing the GIFs. There's a GIF. I don't know. But I really like the one of Lindsay Lohan and Mean Girls where she's waving like this. Oh, my gosh. Like a spaz. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. And then, oh, my gosh, nine times out of ten, the guy will respond with another GIF of Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump on the freaking... <laughs> I knew it was oh, Forrest God. Gump. I hate that one. It's like they type in hello and, like, the first okay. GIF that comes up. Anyway, so I keep it short and sweet. Unless I really see something that stands out to me on their profile that I want to comment on, I am just going to keep it short because 50% of the time they're not even going to respond anyway. Like, I don't even know why they're on the app, but I don't want to waste my time crafting some eloquent message only to not get responded to. So that's my strategy. Okay. And I understand that. And and that's that can be a good strategy. What I used to do was I would start with a joke, a dad joke, if you will. And I just switched them up every so often, but I wasn't like giving every person a new joke. So one of the ones I used to like, I'd be like, hey, have you been to the new restaurant on the moon? 
And then they'd be like, oh, no, I haven't heard about it. And I'm like, come on. And then I'd be like, I heard it has great food, but no atmosphere. <laughs> and or something like that. OK. Or I would say, hey, want to hear my best dad joke? And then you can tell me yours or something like that to just kind of show them that, like, I want to, like, be fun and, like, playful and not like, hey, how you? Good. And you? How you? How you? How your day? You want them to know that you got jokes. I got jokes. I don't have jokes. I, I'm not, I'm just going to say that because I feel like, like my brother and like John will be trolling me. Like you don't got jokes in the comments. So I'm just admitting it right now. Um, but yeah, you have so one jib joke. I have a joke. I got joke. There you go. <laughs> um, you got joke. Also thoughtful commentary on their profile definitely works. Oftentimes that won't be there for you to go with, but maybe they have a Burning Man photo, and you've always wanted to go, or something like that. They're at the Eiffel Tower. I don't know. And you're like, wow, when did you go to Paris? As long as you're attempting to start a conversation with a little substance, I'd say you're in the clear. People love their travel photos. Like, they really want you to know that they do not stay home all the time. Like, yeah. they have traveled before. And they want you to ask about them. And they want you to ask about it. So while we don't recommend listing how many countries you've been to in your profile, um, I would recommend talking about traveling or finding out where someone likes to go because that's always a good conversation starter. Just make sure your conversation has a little substance. Like you want to give them a little something to bite into, you know. Sink their teeth into. Asking how your day was, how your week was, how your weekend was, how your night was, how your month was, none of that is good conversation because it's it doesn't tell you anything about them and you don't really care how they're doing. You don't was. care because you don't know them. Now, I guess if you're having a conversation and then you say, oh, I got to go, I'm headed to a work, a big work event and I have to present. Okay, then the next day, well, how did your presentation go last night? Well, that is like a real question, like of something you might actually want to know the answer to and we'll get them talking. So that's the difference between just like, how was your day? How was yours? How was work? How was your workout? How was dinner? All of those things are not good questions. Yeah, when someone asks me how was work and they don't even know where I work or anything like that, I'm like, well, you know, Cheryl was at it again. Like, well, he doesn't even know Cheryl. So why does it matter? True. Anyway, so any kind of like questions like that are okay when you actually know someone, right. when you actually care how they're doing. But until you know that person, those questions are just they're pointless. It's they're just pointless. It's, it's like just, ticking a box. It's a waste of characters. Don't even type that. So yeah, um, jokes are fine if you do have jokes. I um, if somebody is wearing all sunglasses in all like people love to wear all sunglasses and are all pictures with sunglasses. I'm like, so I'll ask them, do you always wear sunglasses or only for photos? Because then they can really, you know, and sometimes they won't get the joke, but they'll take a look at their pictures. They'll be like, oh, wow, I do have sunglasses on in all my photos. She is so observant, which yes. is not a great quality. I, in it's a not woman. the best quality, <laughs> I'd probably say. <laughs> but you know what? Jokes you are right. You're right. They are fine. Uh, and jokes some on people me. will get it and some people won't. And sometimes you want to know if they get it. Like yeah. one time someone literally asked me, like, I had no idea that they were building restaurants on the moon. And I was like, unmatched. Because like that's just ludicrous. Uh, I mean, Elon Musk was just there the other day, wasn't he? So, well, yeah, but so maybe kinda... he's starting like a restaurant up there, but this was years ago that I was doing this. So 
Okay, so questions to ask. And, you know, when you're all out of how are you's and how was works, you may want to find a question that actually gives them a little information. Um, So I like to ask, like I did in my example, do you have any hobbies? I always want to know what does someone like to do for fun? Because could I picture myself doing that with you or not? And he, in fact, had no hobbies, just work. And he was a poker player. He's a poker player, which is also his hobby. And I just cannot envision myself sitting tableside at the World World Series Series of Poker. Poker. Because I've done that before in the Rio. And it's not fun. It's not fun at all. I don't date poker players. So that's an aside. Note to self. Brooke, don't date poker players. Yeah, in Vegas, there's a lot of poker players there that are. come through and they like think they're all rich, but they're new money and they don't have any. So Oof. anyway. Okay, so we can also talk about, you know, what type of music you like. And of course, that carries over to like television and movies and all of those things. And so I say when you are asking a question like that, like I like to be a little bit more specific. Um, And so it's like, what's your favorite music to, you know, pump yourself up for a workout? too or something like that just so that it seems a little bit more thoughtful um but I always just ask like what kind of music do you like because I feel like you get a really good insight into someone's vibe if you know what kind of music they listen to like if someone's like oh I love country music and heavy metal I'm gonna be like it's just not gonna work out because I cannot (laughs) see myself listening to heavy metal or country music but if you do have like a vibe with someone if you have some similar tastes in music then you can at least go from there I'm really into dance music so when people say they like certain dance music artists I like everyone likes to say they like marshmallow sure If someone says they like Marshmallow, I know that we can never be together. So it's just kind of like a gauge so you can figure out, you know, if things could maybe work. Yes, but I just think, and like not to like spend this whole time on these questions because I know this is what we do sometimes. Like personally, those questions annoy me. Like anything where somebody wants me to make a list, I don't like. So like what kind of music do you like? And then... Either I'll make a list or I'll say anything except country, you know, like those answers. Like that's not giving me anything. So that's why I asked something specific. So then they tell me when I'm working out at the gym, this is my playlist. And then I'm like, okay, that's how you get in that mood for that versus just like, I like everything. I'm eclectic. Yeah. Or like, I get that. You know, so I I guess it just depends. And of course, it doesn't matter how leading the question is. If they're going to give you a dumb answer, it's still going to be a dumb answer. So, so I get that too. There are lots of dumb answers. Um, I always ask people, do you like to cook? I like that one. I love to cook. And I mean, eating is like commonplace. Mm-hmm. So that can also be a leading question to like, you know, let's go get food sometime. But you get to know whether or not someone is good in the kitchen. Maybe you're horrible in the kitchen and you can say, well, I never cook. So we'll have to go out to eat all the time or whatever it is. Um, but, you know, I enjoy cooking. That's a hobby for me. And I think mm-hmm. that's commonplace for a lot of people. So, and some guys, you know, they have really good, um, like, family recipes and things like that. So, like, telling me where to go. Um, so, yeah, I think food is always a common place. Definitely. And then, of course, traveling. Of course, like travel. Yeah. And if they have something in their profile that can lead you to ask a question about that, you know they're going to get to going on that because every person is an expert on themselves. So, just get them talking a little bit. You'll learn a lot and you'll know where you want to take your next questions. Yeah, the travel one, too, is just, like, 
good because you get to know like where does someone consider you know a big trip if they're like oh yeah I like to go to New York and Miami it's like okay have you ever traveled internationally you can just kind of like gauge what type of and then kind of figure out if you're on the same page because maybe a big trip for you also is going to New York or Miami or maybe a big trip for you is like backpacking through Europe, and then the other person's like, I would never backpack. You know, uh, I know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say Not the B word. I didn't mean to say the B word, but I'm just saying it gives you an idea of how someone travels, which I think is even probably more important than where, because you could open their eyes to new locations, but if, like, traveling on a shoestring is, like, their idea of living it up, well... If they stay in an Airbnb that's an old lady's shoe, or a little old lady that lives in a shoe, it's her, it's her Airbnb. It's her Airbnb, <laughs> yeah. If they do that, well... Um, so when I think you're going to hate this, but I always do this just because like I'm testing people. I, if there's, if their profile is kind of sparse, like there isn't really a lot to go off of. I'll just say, tell me about yourself. Like, what is there to know? Oh, fuck. And again, this is going to require them to like make a list, which I'm sure that a lot of guys hate, but honestly, I'm just trying to figure out like how much effort you're willing to put into this conversation. And if somebody is like that, they love to say like, what do you want to know? Uh, I'm an open book. Uh, and honestly, I wanted to know how you would answer that question. And now I know. And it's boring. So, and then, you know, I like when guys are, you know, put in a little, like, extra time. They, like, kind of do their homework. They maybe, like, throw a wit or a quip in there. And I like that. I'm like, this is your chance. But, you know, I would say, like, 90% of people don't um, well, like that. Well, like you said... You might just be looking for, like, a little something. And I think there are great ways to answer that question without, like, like also, like if somebody were to ask me that, like, back in the day, I'd be like, well, I'm not going to sit here and type out my whole life story to you, but, like, here's a couple important things about me. You know, just if that's really the only thing that they can think of. And then I would give them a few options of things to get them talking more, like asking me further questions or whatever. I think the biggest thing is, like, do not get into the interrogation zone where, like, you're just asking question after question after question. If they never ask you anything back or the conversation never flows past that, it's time to really reevaluate that match. That's a good point, is if you're the only one asking questions, if they're not asking any questions about you, like, they probably don't care. Exactly, and that's going to set the tone for, like, the rest of the relationship. Um, I do want to mention that if you're looking for a sugar daddy, there are some different questions that you should ask. Um, and I'll go over those uh, at a later time. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, you know, subscribe so you can get that content when it comes out. Yes. What about questions you shouldn't ask? And I'm just going to go off with the first <laughs> one because I feel passionately about this. Do not ask. Like, so what brings you to Bumble or, you know, insert dating app here? That, what do you think brought me here? A date. I'm trying to get a date. Now, granted, there are people on for other things, but like you need to just assume off top that people are on there to date. And that is just not your intro question. When people ask me that, I'm like, well, I'm just a bitch to everyone in person. So I feel like this is my only option. And then they're either scared or they, uh. Take the leap. funny to say. Take that leap of faith. Or they're like, that doesn't bother me. I'm like, okay. Okay, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say flat out, you do not want to ask them anything sexual. Ugh. And if they start asking you sexual things, like, okay, if you're looking for a hookup, like, more power to you. Go get it. But if you're looking for a relationship or just looking to date, then don't start chatting about sex on the app. And then be shocked when the first thing they invite you to do is come straight to bed. 
And I'd be like, oh, we should meet up sometime. Do you want to come over and watch Netflix? That's what you're asking for. So, you know, if you start down that path, then. I like can't even respond to that. I can't even. I have no words. Then you're going to get what you asked for. There you go. Um, Don't ask questions that require super long responses, like typing out paragraph after paragraph. You are not on there to um, tell your life story. You are on there to... Sorry, my laptop is Yeah, today. Brooke has distracted me. Um, no, okay, so the thing is, if you start spending so much time texting back and forth with someone, some people are really great texters, you will start to develop what Brooke calls textual chemistry, and I love that phrase. And you'll think you really like someone, and then you'll be heavily disappointed when you meet in person. That has happened to me so many times where we'll have these, like, long text messages back and forth, and you think you're really vibing with someone. All of that goes out the window if you meet them and you're not attracted to them. So you're like, oh, so I like texting with you, but I don't like you in person. So just don't waste your time. You want to have something to talk about on the date anyway. So Do not stay in the chat zone too long. Don't put all your eggs in that basket. Don't put all your eggs in that chat basket. Um, so, you know, and I think that if somebody is annoying you in these first few messages, like if they have bad grammar or they're just like annoying you for one reason or another, just write them off. You are not going to improve the relationship from there. Like it's, it's only going to get worse. Agreed. (laughs) And one thing that used to really annoy me and tell me if you've ever run into this, where you might be having like a back and forth with somebody and then they'll be like, oh, guess you're not responding. Oh, okay, guess I'm going to unmatch you now or whatever. And I'm like, we're we're on an app. Like, it's not required to respond in real time. I usually don't. I feel like I maybe I Who sometimes does? will if I'm sitting there. Yeah. But I think it's pretty commonplace to wait like even a day or two. It's on not via text but via dating app because, you know, there might be only one point in the day where they have time to check this app and yeah. it's not very much of their bandwidth. So, yes, I would be more lenient with how long it takes I would to be respond. shocked when they, these people would say these things to me. They're like, guess you're not interested anymore. After guess an hour? you didn't like my answer. After an hour. And I'm like... Uh, well, yeah, I'm not interested because that's wild. Like, that's crazy. One day, I would say if you wait like a day or two, sometimes I'll say like something cute. I'll be like, I hope you didn't forget about me or something like that to like test the waters because maybe they truly did forget. Like, yeah, give people some leniency on these dating apps. You know, For they'll sure. they'll show you the same grace, hopefully. Um I think if somebody only wants to have sex, and if that's you, then more power to you. But if somebody really only wants to hook up, then you will find that out really quickly. Absolutely. And the sign is going to be that they are just not communicating a lot, like short answers, not asking you questions back. They're the guy that's like, how are you every day? Mm-hmm. Um, they just really don't want to get beneath the surface because they're just looking they for... Care. Yeah. And often I feel like they will really rush the meat not just like oh i have the great opportunity to take you to this cool event that's happening in two days do you want to go it's like want to meet up tonight are you free tonight and i'm like a proper a proper man is not asking a proper woman to meet up tonight there's just no way if somebody asks if it's you know evening time or whatever and somebody asks you do you want to meet up tonight it's like they're probably looking for a hookup they're probably not planning out a date with you exactly Um, move on so, uh, so your goal to get uh, off the app 
would be mm-hmm. to get onto the phone. Yes. Well, I mean, you're already like on your phone, but to, to get the phone <laughs> number, the I would say, or WhatsApp if you're uh, not in the United States. Basically, uh, everyone yes. uses WhatsApp elsewhere. Except us. Yes. Except us. <laughs> but you want to uh, get off the app, get into texting, and then ultimately into calling. So for me, I like to just find a time in the conversation when it's a good time to give them my number. If they're like, oh, you know, like, do you want to go out on Tuesday? I'll be like, yes, we can text. Here you go. And I will like give it to them as like a carrot, like congratulations, you have completed this level and you are advancing to the next level. Oh, they leveled up. Yes, they leveled up. And I love that. And, And what I used to do, just like slightly different, I would wait till they asked me one of those long questions again. And then I would be like, I would love to tell you about that on the phone and then put my number in there. But you know what? This is something I didn't think about during during our pre-meet for this. But um, so John told me, just specifically my fiance, he told me that, he, <laughs> sorry, he didn't, like if he was going out with someone from a dating app, like they would just keep it all on the app to the first date. And then I started asking some other people that I know who online date, like other other people, and they said that too. Like they just never talked off the app until they met. And then after they met, if they liked them, then they'd be like, oh, can I get your number? And I was like, I, I was like, I would never even go out with somebody who I didn't have their phone number. And so I thought that was pretty crazy. Um, and I mean, that just goes to show the different styles. But like, what do you think about that? I think that I have done that before. I think maybe like once or twice, mm-hmm. but I'm a big fan of Googling someone's phone number. Mm-hmm. So I always like to get their number. I also like to see if they have an iPhone because I'm an elitist mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but also there's like other things that I like about iMessage, like the stickers, like you can see if someone's typing. Like mm-hmm. I like to get them to that point because then I just get more information from them. Yeah. But like you can do phone calls and video calls on some of the dating apps. True. Um, Um, So I honestly think that's fine, too. And I've done that before. Um, But that is um, one thing to mention. So you should be trying to have a FaceTime or a phone call with this person. I don't always take my own advice when it comes to this. And I always regret it because you can find out so much about someone by listening to their voice or seeing them on video chat. It just really changes it. It changes it. And just the fact of putting in the effort to take the time to do a phone call or FaceTime because granted it's not most people's these days preferred method of conversation. So somebody's willing to like push past and be like, okay, I can hop on the phone for 10 or 15 minutes. And then sometimes you end up talking all night or who knows, you know, whatever. But I think that also just shows a level of effort that they're willing to put forth before meeting you or like getting anything out of the situation. A phone call, you, when you hear someone's voice, when you get to chatting with someone, it's not for sure that you're going to like them, but it's like, at least, you know, that you can have a conversation with them and you're not going to be sitting across from someone that is just not the best, best. And honestly, I've had like a first phone call with somebody and heard that their voice sounded like a serial killer's voice. And then I was like, well, we good. Yeah. Or if you just, (laughs) are you just not vibing with someone? You're just like, oh, this guy is so awkward and weird. Like, thank goodness you had a FaceTime date before you had a real date because you just spare yourself. Exactly. Uh, And I'm sure that people want to know how to get asked on a date or how to lead into a date. I know. I'd want to know. But we're not going to tell you. (laughs) Too bad. Too bad. You'll have to wait. (laughs) Um, In the meantime, we are offering coaching calls on our website, datingcollective.com. You can also get profile reviews there where we'll give you a nice detailed review of your online dating profile. 
And if you want to stay up to date and get special offers, sign up for our mailing list, also on our website, datingcollective.com. <laughs> and don't forget to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Dating Collective. And also, if you want to email us, you can email us, hello, hello, at Dating Collective. And if you want your story featured on the show, please email us a voice recording of yourself or just email us an email with like words and we will do a dramatic reading of it uh, just like we did at the top of the show and then after we enjoy the dramatic reading we will of course provide our expert advice on whatever situation you found yourself in and we can anonymize you don't you worry of course we won't we will not blow your spot so thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe and stuff and also don't forget dating is hard but it doesn't have to be 